I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh yeah, love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingaroner, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess. For elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is is old school sponsored by the mercado by certified piedmontese broadcasting veteran derek pearson when you find something that moves that that makes them smile celebrate it that's your task that's your superpower nebraska football hall of famer jay foreman rifles a pass it was tipped it's picked up by foreman he's at the 15 10 5 he'll score yeah! on 93 7 the ticket and the ticket Hit the Ed Lovers. Hit the Ed Lovers. Get those hips loose, Nick. Yeah, Nick got tight hips, man. That's never been said in the same sentence before. (laughs) (laughs) You got to work on that, man. You got to work on that. You You got a girlfriend yet? (laughs) No. You got a prospect? Yes. A potential? Are you still scouting? No, no, I wouldn't say scouting. So, So you've at least limited your focus. Yes. So... She may not be the one, but it's not because you didn't try. No, no, I, I wouldn't no, necessarily say go. that. Here we go with the, the answer. As soon as you got to start thinking, you just get yourself in trouble. So have you? Have you? Is she the only fish in the pool? Yeah, I've narrowed it down to one. So you're dating? No. Then why have you what limited? Do you, what to- do you call it? Do you guys hang out? Yes. And you you just don't hang out with anybody else. No, we have other couples. Just just all all mutual friends. Friends got you. Uh, oh yeah, all mutual. Does friends. she know that she's being considered? Yes. Has she acknowledged that she's she being has. considered? Has she stated that she's considering you? She has. Uh, has she? Oh, he answered. He's quick. Look at his uh, chest getting so, right. Chest went out. Got all puffy. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> Chess got all Baby puffy. Baby face gangster, look at you. Chess got all puffy. Okay, have you gone out in public? Yes. Together, by just by yourselves though. Yeah. Hmm. Has she met the folks? No. Does mom know about it? I'm not sure. No, no. She, my mom, my parents do not know. They probably do now. <laughs> DP puts you on front street. <laughs> yep. That's fine. Everybody at Pius the Tenth knows your mom. <laughs> <laughs> not, I, don't, I don't go to Pius anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Once you are uh, Pius the tenth, tenth alumni, you there for the rest of your life. Oh, it's you like think the, so? it's like the the skulls or something like that. <laughs> blood in and blood out. All right, Nick, man. I mean, um, PXT for life. You did, never you, uh, <laughs> did you handle? Did you handle yesterday? Yesterday, okay. 
What was yesterday? All the Nebraska news. I mean, you just seemed like fine. you were kind of flustered. I'm all in your feelings. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, it was Rico that got all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, Rico. Rico. I mean, Rico. a little, 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 little mini me, Mars Blackman. <laughs> yeah, you got to talk to Rico. He's an emotional little character, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Trust me. I Yeah, I know. He got heated about the college football playoff today. Yeah, like he wanted, bad. he want extra. Like he, that, yeah. I'm like, that, he you, went too you far. ask him for extra. You want? Oh, Nebraska should play just because they'll at least be competitive. Like I don't like that narrative. That's also. not how that works, Rico. No participation trophies in the championships. Let's not have that. He went running down the hall screaming, "They got Mickey Joseph!" And I'm like, oh, "Relax, calm down, calm down." Oh, that's great. Yeah, calm down. Look yeah, that's up. great. I mean, he's uh, he's excellent at his job. Um, you know, he's and he, what he's really good at is getting the most out of his players. Um, I mean, you look at the guys that were drafted in the first round. Uh, between Chase and Jefferson, they weren't highly recruit, highly like ranked guys, and they obviously both have you know they're NFL superstars. So he does, you know, he's doing something right. And he, you know, those two aren't the only ones, but they're just the latest two. So, um, define. You said he he's great at his job. Define that for me. Well, I mean, we talked about the other day. You know, do is it one or the other? Be a good coach or a good recruiter? You know what? And he does both. So great might have been, you know. Too much. I mean, no, no, always, I'm, I'm, I'm not I mean, disagreeing. You always have to prove yourself, but up until now, he's done a phenomenal job at doing both. He's worked his way up. He's, he's, you know, coached at some big programs. He's won. He's a winner. He knows what it takes to win. He knows what it looks like. Um, so he's coming in with, um, you know, instant credibility. You, you know, that you can't sit up there and watch tape and he starts explaining how to run a skinny post or a comeback or whatever, or a concept. Maybe he's explaining to, to the players or another coach. You can't go around and question him because he's done it on a higher level than anybody in that room, in that receiver room. Mm-hmm. So, and, and if coach players that they're watching presently rip up the NFL. Yeah. And guys that yeah, they want to emulate those guys. They want to copy right. it, follow them in that. So, but I think sometimes one, here's another thing that if I was a player, I'd be, extremely excited but also you know look to get where those guys are mm-hmm. it takes an extreme amount of work outside both in practice outside of practice in the film room in the weight room and then on top of that so yep. just because you want to con- i call it it's a consumer like i said last night consumer mindset make sure that they're, that they're you know what comes with the payoff is a lot of sacrifice and hard work well that's another question that sits behind that because and 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 i have two questions so the first one is when people talk about his resume they speak to two things one lsu the other former husker which one's more important oh well just obviously what he's done coaching wise former Mm -hmm. husker that's just icing on the cake And, and you know he i think he was in in talks with nebraska i think before they hired lubick Um, at least I'd heard his name, so I don't really know for sure. So I shouldn't, you know, say something that I don't know factual. But I know his name was floating around. Um, and he's worked his way up, you know, through the coaching ranks. I mean, he started out coaching in high school up in Omaha North, and then went from there, and so forth and so on. So he's built. I mean, that's he coached at Grambling. I mean, that, that. he's 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 covered every landscape that there is possible. So, um, I you know, 
what he's done coaching wise is is more important than he than he used to play at Nebraska. I mean, ultimately, yeah, it's great that he used to play in Nebraska a long time ago, but ultimately, the most important thing is what he's done up until obviously being hired or officially hired today. So you guys can join in the conversation four zero two four six four five six eight five the Honda Lincoln Hotline. You can call in, text in to the Starter Hammond text line, and of course, the streams are up on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. The other question that was laying there for me was was for receivers who are returning. Right. How quickly does the evaluation of by the coach, the new coach, how quickly does that happen where he gets to to, to meet them, work them out, or otherwise? Is it just conversation? Is it just oh, film? Sure. Or is it workouts in the whole shebang? I don't think they get – I mean, I'm sure they, you know, they take a couple of weeks off, and I, I, I highly advise guys to go in there at least work out, you know, two or three times a week, you know. Maybe not to the extent that you do in the off season, but make sure you keep your stuff tight. Um, I don't think he's going to take them out. And like I said, I don't know. I'm just guesstimating um, that he's going to take them out and work them out on the field. That, well, first of all, they're not, they haven't probably been doing much. Mm-hmm. So you get somebody out there, you'd be risking injury. I'm sure it's meeting him, them meeting him, you know, he's meeting them individually. And then maybe as a group, I'm sure he's going to come and look at some of the tape that, you know, he has on guys. I'm sure he's going to look at some of the guys that were, you know, red-shirted. And, you know, he's probably – I mean, look, he's probably seen them all at one point in time. But, obviously, you know, he had to coach the receivers at LSU this year. So, we refresh where they're at and then, you know, probably lay out his expectations in, a, in you know, sooner and later. You know, they got to wrap up, you know, this uh, early signing period. And then, obviously, you know, I'm sure take a break or whatever. I think they got a dead period. And then they get into – you know, the next signing period, and then they start to kind of really focus on, you know, winter conditioning, spring ball, so forth and so on. So it'll happen. I mean, if I was a, a guy at that position, um, you know, I definitely, whether I was a tight end or a receiver, I definitely, mainly receiver, obviously, I'd definitely be, you know, leaving a voicemail, um, you know, wanting to know when I can get a hold of him. I'm sure they all can get his number and text him. You know, to introduce yourself. I mean, it, look, at, at some point in time, you know, you got to be a man about your business, whether you have issues with the prior coach, the present coach, anybody in administration, how things are ran. You know, don't hide behind, um, you know, text messages and other people in the the media and not handle your business and be a man about it. Voice it because that's why you can get to some conclusion because ultimately – when coaches recruit guys or coach guys, it's a relationship. You know what I'm saying? It's a, a lot of times it's a, I don't know, authority figure and, you know, a kid relationship. I mean, obviously as they get older, you know, they get more mature, then you can talk to them about more high level things. But ultimately, um, you know, you got to learn how to be a man about your business. If it's something you feel strongly about, there's nothing wrong with voicing it. You might not be able to know how to voice it the right way, but you can find out ways to get your, your point across. Um, you know, I think that would, you know, it'd be, you know, great for everybody. And then also I think, uh, you know, learn how to introduce yourself, even though, you know, it's a new coach and whether you had a really good relationship with the past coach or past coaches, you know, it's a new coach is your new, I guess, in theory, your boss was the guy that's going to be, you know, teaching you the game and teaching you, you know, the craft his way. So ultimately, you know, you get out of your feelings and, and get, get on board and do what you need to do in order to become the best player possible. Because, um, 
you know, it's a new opportunity. It's a, you know, granted, you know, we're fortunate. You know, I think Omar Manning had a decent year last year. You saw flashes of bets. You saw a little bit of Lante Brown and, uh, you know, a couple other guys. But, you know, you got some redshirt guys that are going to be, you know, salivating to get get their chances and get catches. But ultimately, there's a ton of opportunity out there. It's a ton of opportunity, one, to establish yourself as an individual player, but then also as a group uh, to expand the offense to be more explosive. Um, and, you know, when you have a coach that, you know, his credentials are second to none, you know, you shouldn't – there is no excuse now. You know, there's a guy that has recruited and coached all different types of – at all different types of universities and situations, right? When you're at Grambling – you know, you don't have some of the things that he's had at LSU and obviously he's going to have it in Nebraska. He hasn't – and when you're at Grambling recruiting, you don't get to go into high school and talk to the number one guy or even ask about him. you got to try to – you know, you got to find ways to get guys to play at times at, you know, you know HBCUs, you know, historical black colleges because, you know, they don't have the facilities. A lot of times they don't have the, the, the training staff, the weight staff, the nutrition – a lot of times those guys are not on full ride. They're still, you know, might be working and stuff like that. So it's a different type of mindset when you recruit kids at, you know, those type of places. And then so he has – he's come with a vast knowledge of of uh, kids and situations that he's coached. So you're not showing up, you know, and having a coach that's not uh, – that can't be on your level. I guess that would be the, the, the you know, the best way to – describe it so they should be excited and they should be excited and they should be uh welcoming the opportunity and then also welcoming the you know the work and the potential work that goes with it because it's not going to be easy i mean he knows where he's coming he knows our record is three and nine and knows that we were close but he also knows you're still three and nine and um i'm sure you know he wants to he's done really well where he was at and he wants to continue um along that path and the one thing i can respect is look i'm sure he's had other opportunities right i'm sure when you coach the amount of talent that he's coached at LSU, I'm sure other teams were looking at him. I mean, I'm just guessing. I'm just assuming. Literally so, everybody. <laughs> right. So I'm sure – and if they weren't, if I'm sure if he called up somebody, I'm sure they would, you know, return his phone call. So, you know, one thing, I, he's not looking for an easy way. He's looking at, uh, you know, look, he can make an impact, and that's what you want. You want a guy that you know that's willing to bet on himself per se, that he's he feels confident he can coach – you know, the guys that we have and then the guys that we potentially are going to get. So you, you got, I like a guy like that has a ton of confidence in his ability because ideally that's going to bleed down into his players. Obviously bleed down to, um, you know, the whole offense and team, but then, you know, how they play. And, uh, you know, they should be excited for the things that, you know, if they, you know, more opportunities and stuff like that. You know, I mean, if you, if you're open, he's going to be banging on the table for you to get the ball. Um, I'm assuming if you, you are the lead dog or lead dogs in this, you know, when they have like, you know, two X, Y in a slot mm-hmm. um, or Z or whatever they call it, um, you know, those you better get in shape. You better get in shape because, of what, you know, I'm going to tell you this, like when you watch uh, Ohio State, Alabama and, and those type of guys, even LSU and those, they were really humming. Those guys never came off the field. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm talking about after – after running a go route, they never came off the field. So the, it's a, it's a whole new challenge, and yeah, it's going to be you know I'm sure it's going to be a little rough at times, but you got to just continue to you know work through it. How much of of what whatever changes will happen will be talent versus scheme, right? Like he's yeah. going to look at guys because there may be guys who, who who could be pretty good football players, but they may fit, may not fit what he wants to do with this thing. 
right? Or they may not be able to accept his coaching or his training or his work level. So how does that usually play out? It just, I mean, that's an individual choice. I think for him, I'd be highly surprised as a coach and and how, um, you know, established and how well he's done it, you know, coaching that he's coming in and then, in in cornering himself and saying I only can you know coach this type of body type I think he, he you know and the guys that he's you know developed are different type of body types so I think he can work with anybody so I don't think that's going to be a factor um I think you know he'd probably be hard on him and fair and you know you, you produce and you do well you're going to play and you're going to get catches and opportunities so you know if um um, and also, I know from not I know, but just I'm only assuming here because um, I've never spoken to him. I just heard you know ton about him. Assume that you know he'll be be able to coach different guys and different personalities different. So then, you know, the great thing about it, and if you're a player, the onus really falls on you. Well, we Take don't say it, that. We don't say that enough. It, it, no, we don't. Um, and there's people that get behind the microphone that don't. There's people that. Uh, well, it's not print media anymore, right? It was, it was uh, online media. Mm-hmm. They don't say it enough. Um, but ultimately, it's a great opportunity, but it's a great it, – it, it's a, not risky opportunity, but it's – yeah, you're going to have a new coach, and then you kind of get over the kind of honeymoon stage. Now you got to really get down to work because now you got to really prove yourself, right? There's no – you know – No favoritism right. starting on Monday. No excuses, no favoritism, and and you you really got to come every day and show me what you got. Which ultimately, at first glance or first hearing it, you know, majority of guys don't like it. But then once you start to embrace it, you you realize it's going to bring out the best in you. Because and and ultimately, that's usually what you know happens, anyways. Shouldn't Monday be the day where everybody who's in that receiver room or in the passing game gets excited? Like it's your Monday? chance. Yeah. Well, whenever the first, like it's. Oh, when they, oh, is that when his press conference? Well, is? no. My thing is, whenever he walks in the door. Yeah. Whenever he can get, get, whenever they can get with him. Now, anybody in the room who thinks they have the talent, who thinks they have uh, whatever's required, and thinks they should be on the field and should or should be featured or otherwise, everybody's got a shot. To, 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 to reclaim whatever they well, you think got a shot, there. and then also I'm sure he's going to do a really good job of defining roles. And so if you're a little behind, like, say, in the playbook or something like that, you know, I'm assuming one of the things that, you know, if I'm a player, I'm going and I want to know where I'm at at all times. I want to be coached hard every day. Um, I don't ever want to settle, but I want to know where I'm at. So when I go to the game, I don't want any type of surprises. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, yep. This is the work you put in. Right, this is the work you put in. This and is where, ultimately, this is where you land. Yeah, so, and there's a difference, right? So this is what people don't understand. There's an entitlement type of attitude that thinks that you're like, I call it, you know, as a consumer, just I show up, I need everything. Mm-hmm. I need playing time. I need, you know, um, I need you to be there when I don't. I need exposure, you to, I need exposure. Social media I, support. I, right, I need everything that you can offer, and I kind of do minimal work. Then the, on the flip side is that you want, you, you might, ha- it might come off the same, but I want what I earned and what I produce. So if I produce, I want more. You get what I'm saying? Um, that, and I, that's church. Right. So that's church. I, you say put in the work, I put in the work and then some. It's not stopping here. And so that's what you want to do uh, or you would want as a player. So that, you know, but, it, you know, with the second, it's not easy. It's not glamorous and it's not fun because you don't get, you know, playing. You know, this is also playing sports is not fun 
Being good is, I mean, it's, it, I it's mean, hard work. Yeah, well, it's not fun. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. I mean, the fun is winning. Nothing else besides it is fun. I mean, I and don't if you're not winning, then this is miserable. Right. It should be. Right. Like I said, you should hate to lose more than you like to win. All of that's true. I so a couple of things in that, right? So you try to you know, he's going. He, he's coming in with titles. Do the titles matter? To the player or to him? To him. I don't know. I mean, you got to ask. That's a that's a question for him. Right. I mean, well, here, here. Let me let me go one step further with it. So he's going to be, you know, director, coordinator, passing game coordinator, which includes running backs, which includes tight ends. Right. So within that, then how tight ends are, were utilized here may or may not change. All of these add to more questions, which I'm cool with, but I think it that that's the thing. He has the title of passing game coordinator. All right. Does that mean that he will have? And you've been in those spaces, so you can kind of tell, walk me through it. Will he have control over personnel or just the schemes that they or, or the philosophy from which they work from? I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm assuming so, but I have no. Like I said, I have no idea. Um, I was late to the party when he got, you know, I, I didn't even know he got hired. So, I mean, I'm sure he's going to have input. So, I don't know what, what all that comes with the job titles. I just think that, um, you know, look, I, I'm a, look I, I know that their offense, you, you know, or his passing game is going to probably change based on personnel. I mean, mm -hmm. I think right now, if you know, I mean, I know if Austin Allen, I think, is – targeting or you know declared that he's going to the nfl but if you had both those guys you got you know you might be a tight end heavy you know well lsu, LSU used yeah. two tight ends right so and, they, and it's good you could because of matchup problems and one year you might be you know having overabundance of receivers and when i think they had three receivers over a thousand yards that year and you do that so it just depends i think it's adaptable i think you look back at the lsu three or four years and they were, you know, adapted to what they got, you know? And so I'm sure that's what he's going to do. And, and he's been in enough battles, you know, playing Alabama and all those teams and stuff like that. He's seen enough to where he knows, you know, you just can't, you know, just show up and just do one thing. So I'm sure he'll have some influence on that. And if personnel comes with it, I'm sure he's going to, I mean, he's definitely going to have influence on who, who's here who, and who stays. Who, well, well, that's their choice. I mean, I don't think, Immediately, it'll be the player's choice to whether right. they want to be a player. I don't, yeah, and I think the way that they, okay. the way they, you know, embrace the challenge it will tell you more than anything. I don't think he's, I don't think any coach shows up and is like, you know, in a room of five guys and say, "Hey, you three, you know, hit the bricks." <laughs> I don't think that ever happens. I think people <laughs> perceive that to be happen, that happen. Usually, get guys that you know hit it pretty quick. Don't like competition or hear something that they think that they don't like, or it's not easy enough. Um, and and they don't and they need a more more of a, I'm a prove you wrong type of stuff. So, you know, it's a, like you said, it's a great opportunity for all of them. It's a great, it's a a fresh start. You know, it's part of the new fresh start, or you know, like a reset button or whatever you want to you know jazz it up and call it. And it's just a small part. You know, of one of the coaches that filled a spot of a coach that was previously let go. So, um, you know, look, they should all be excited. And they should be all maybe even you know talking to uh, you know, Coach Beckton, Coach Brown, Coach Frost, and all the other coaches about him, uh, because I'm sure that he's probably trying to in the process, you know, move his, you know, when he's going to come here and all this other stuff. So, uh, obviously, he's pretty busy, you know, considering he just, you know, I guess like officially accepted the job today.
Yeah, it's it, there's a lot. There's again, there are more questions than there are answers. Yeah. Um, and then I'll ask you this because again, I, I'm curious like that. A new line coach brings in theory concept scheme as well. Preferences for for the type of player he has in those spots. The schemes that he runs has to match the passing game. From protection, you mean? Yep. Sure. How much does that play in? Do, do, do those two have to work together completely, absolutely, in order for this to work? At this point, you're going to get a coach that's pretty well-versed in any type of passing attack or running attack. So I don't really think whether they – I mean, you're not going to hire somebody that's only been running – like I want to come here and run the wing T right. and we're, you know – 50 50 pass or whatever we are right. so i don't think that's I don't, I don't think that that's i mean of course you want to make sure you know when you i'm sure when they're interviewing you're going to be asking that but i don't think anybody's getting interviewed or getting a second interview or who whatever can't, who can't run who everything. can't you know can't articulate you know concepts and pass protection concepts in 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 run game you know i think you know as big as that you know because i know i'm sure that you know the Twitter coaches out there are going to be thinking <laughs> about it. You know, I think the biggest thing really is just the mindset that he infuses into the room. That's as big as anything. Um, and the standard that's set there, you know, even higher than it was before. The attention to detail, the, you know, maybe a different way of articulating the, the previous blocking scheme. So maybe it clicks a little bit faster, um, maybe making it simpler. So you can just kind of just, you know, in defense, there's old saying, see ball, hit ball. Um, and you, you hear it in baseball, but literally see the ball, go kill it. Don't leverage the block, leverage the ball. You know, all the different things in offense, you know, line up, call, let's go. You know, and so, you know, there's all different types of things that, you know, might can change for, you know, the guys that are you know going to be back and, and that can click. And so you get, you know, more um, juice from the squeeze. And so – um. Yeah, I'm sure you look anybody they hire is gonna have to come in and, and, and you know add something to it, you know. Um and that's what they're I'm assuming that's what they're potentially looking for. So but ultimately what people understand need to understand, yeah, you're gonna go out I'm assuming and you know, I, I think um, you know, they offered nine guys in the portal. You know, you're not you know, a lot of the majority of the wins have gotta come with the guys inside the locker room that's gotta make a, a conscious choice of being all in, and, and we used to have a whole old saying, 10 toes down. You know, you got to be down for the cause. You can't be eight. You can't be nine. You can't be some timing. You can't be there for your own personal benefit, you know, solely for your own personal benefit. You have got to be down for the cause. I I want to put a pin right there because when we come back, I'm gonna just ask you put about that. On, just put that on. Uh, where's 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 little where's little, where's little mini me? I just seen his big head in there. Yeah, he back in. He flew. He flew in and flew out. Oh, you right. Know. But I seen his little waves. His little afro uh, was bouncing. Yeah, you see it. So we'll we'll throw we'll throw the break here. I do want to put a pin there because I think that transfer portal thing again pops up, and then people being all in. People who say they're all in until it's time to show that you're all in. I want to break that down, go further into that on Old School. 937 The Ticket. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 937 The Ticket and the Ticketfm.com.